It's not quite time for the madness that is college b-ball in March, but that doesn't mean the fun has to wait. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is giving all new players the chance to cash $100. New customers can bet $1 on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week, and if your team makes it rain, you cash $100. That's right, all it takes is for one three-pointer being hit by your chosen team to turn $1 into $100. Sounds like a no-brainer. This slam dunk of an offer won't be around forever, so head to the App Store now, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and get in on all of the action. If basketball ain't for you, DraftKings Sportsbook has daily odds on hockey, soccer, and so much more. DraftKings has paid out over 7 billion dollars to its customers since 2012 so they know a thing or two about big paydays download the DraftKings sportsbook app now and use promo code dnvr to get your shot to turn one dollar into one hundred dollars when you bet on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week that's promo code dnvr for new customers to get a shot at 100 to 1 odds on any basketball team to hit a three-point shot only at DraftKings sportsbook must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. Winnings paid out in four $25 free bets. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome to That's Good Sports. I am Brandon. I no longer look like Jared Leto at his worst, Perna. But you can still send me the red barrette. It was in that movie. Over the weekend, two video clips of Cam Newton surfaced. The one drawing all of the attention is not the important one. Free agent! You're free agent! I'm rich! You're free agent! I'm rich! You're about to be poor! I'm rich! You're about to be poor! I'm rich! You're about to be poor! I'm rich! You're free agent! Let's be honest, kids have been trolling Cam at his own camp for years, though. Hey! Did you tell Von Miller, uh, yeah. happy holidays? Yeah. 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 Yes, there was that one of Cam baffled by a kid trash-talking him at a football camp, Cam had the kindness to attend. But the one that got my attention was this, where Cam definitively states that there's not 32 better quarterbacks in the league than him. There's not 32 guys better than me. Mm. Uh, based on last season, that might be debatable, Cam. If Daft Punk's Career is over. I'm scared Cam Newton's might be too. Today we'll discuss if Cam can still ball, uh, Russell Okun's Bitcoin, and Deion Sanders' fake real slash fake robbery. That's good sports. Russell Okun's Bitcoin payment from the NFL may have netted him an extra 18 million. Let me be honest with you. I don't even really know how real money works, let alone Bitcoin, but I do know that Russell Okun has always been very independent and has not been using an agent to negotiate contracts since he was a Denver Bronco. Either this was a massive gamble that paid off for Russell or it was so obvious that he's proved he's one of the smartest players in the league and that other contracts are going to start getting more unconventional. For instance, Cam Newton might want to get paid in clothes he only wears once. Patrick Mahomes gets ketchup stock options, and Antonio Brown gets 
I don't know, 1.5 million per season in legal retainers around the country. The Eagles have released Deshaun Jackson, plan to release Alshon Jeffrey and Malik Jackson. You can count me among the people that barely remembered these three guys were on the Eagles roster at all. So I don't think it's going to be a huge blow letting them go. This is a team that needs a restart. If a 4-12 season didn't already make that clear in a division, a couple more wins would have put them in the playoffs. The Super Bowl window that began in 2017 has firmly been shut. And Broncos fans, oh, we know that one of the only bad things about winning a Super Bowl in an improbable fashion is coming to grips with the fact that it's not happening again anytime soon. Now, Deion Sanders has coached exactly one game at Jackson State and has already figured out how to make it all about him. His Tigers won 53-0, which is a bit confusing because they beat the Tigers. But in his press conference, this is what he said. I'm pissed off right now because I have mixed emotions. We won, kids played really well. While the game was going on, somebody came in and stole every darn thing I had in my locker room in the coach's office. Yeah, credit cards, wallet, watches. Thank God I had all my necklaces. How? Okay, I'd be upset if I thought my things had been stolen, specifically my wallet, which is where I keep my irreplaceable list of ideas for new YouTube channels, cats popping human zits, trademark Brandon Perna 2021. Another idea, I took a photo of myself every day for five years, but every 25th picture is just a dick pic. But if I had primetime money and people to take care of all the inconveniences that come with replacing stolen items like credit cards, wallet, watches. I might have let it go. I don't think I would care too much. I definitely wouldn't have made my first press conference after a victory about me while diverting the attention away from the young athletes who just won. Mm. Especially because he got his shit back right after the press conference. The school said his items were misplaced and found. Dion has refuted those claims and insists he was robbed. Well, Dion, you robbed all of us of any real post-game analysis on the NFL Network for all of 2019 when you phoned it in from home and acted like talking about the NFL every Sunday night was a fucking chore beneath you. Karma. Well, karma would have been if his shit actually got stolen. Damn it, Dion wins again. Now, a report suggests that the Patriots have made calls about every single quarterback who has been rumored to be available via trade around the league. I like to imagine Bill Belichick making the call like this. Hey, uh, Pete, uh, Pete, it's uh, Bill here. Uh, give me your quarterback. No. So we'll see if my Jimmy Garoppolo to the Patriots prediction turns out to be correct. In the video I made predicting every starting quarterback in 2021. This is to say, though, that Bill Belichick realizes the quarterback position isn't really plug and play, and that Cam Newton definitely won't be back in New England, even though we already kind of knew that. Shout out to the kid who had the balls to talk trash to Cam Newton in real life. Daddy, let me talk to your dad. Let me talk to your dad. What's your dad? You're a free agent. What's your dad? You're a free agent. You're a free agent. You ass. Talk to him. Let me talk to him. Where's your dad? Where's your pop? You ass. If you want some attention, I'm going to give you some attention. The right way, bro. The right way. When do y'all play? 
tomorrow. What was your record today then? Two. No, two and two and one. Two and one. Two and one. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I wasn't able to see because y'all was two. Cameras on me. All right, bro. On me all what time. did he do, man? Does he play? A child heckling Cam Newton. Not Andy Dalton. Not tiny Kyler Murray. Six foot five, two hundred and forty-five pound Cam Newton. That kid wasn't big either. It's not like he was tenth grade DK Metcalf who we saw in this track photo from the weekend. I imagine every high school track member felt like Buda Baker when running relay against a DK Metcalf track team. I, as a grown man though, would not talk trash to Cam Newton's face. If he stole my wallet and gave it to Deion Sanders, I wouldn't talk shit to Cam in person if he spat in my face. I wouldn't talk shit to Cam Newton if he kissed me. I dare you to do it, you big, beautiful man. You'd get no resistance from me, Cam, if you tried to kiss me. <laughs> what I really think this boils down to is a side effect of COVID and isolation. If I were writing the headline for this video, it would be, Bully shines during first human interaction after months of isolation. If this kid does make it to the NFL, he's already mastered the apology which is probably the toughest part of the game to figure out. And I don't want to give the kid more attention than he deserves or over-criticize him, and I don't want to have to use this clip of Cam throwing a football in 2020 to support his point. Nobody wanted to see Cam Newton succeed more than me last season. But even I have to wonder if Cam has any starting caliber football left in his arm. Which is where all your starting caliber football is. There's not 32 guys better than me. Mm. Put it like that. So if you're asking where you me, at, like, where you at? Talk, bro, talk. I, I'm not 32. I know, you need to believe that to be a quarterback, but there were 32 guys who threw more touchdown passes than Cam, including Dak Prescott, who stopped playing football mid-October. Although, I think that's when Cam stopped trying as well. Now, Newton did account for 12 rushing touchdowns, which was tied with Josh Jacobs and Nick Chubb for third most in the league. Pair that with his eight, yes, eight passing TDs, and that accounts for 20 total touchdowns on the season. 20 TDs for Cam puts him on par with Jared Goff for the 2020 season, which means you could argue he was better than only... Carson Wentz and Drew Locke in terms of sheer touchdown totals. Although neither Locke or Wentz played the entire season in 2020. Cam played in 15 games, so even as I adjusted his stats, it was still very bad in relation to the league average and to Cam's career average. Cam did have to learn a new system on a talent-depleted team with no off-season to learn the system. He had pretty much everything going against him in terms of having a successful 2020 season. Here's where I'm conflicted though. Cam Newton is still young in quarterback years, even considering he's played a much more physical brand of football throughout his career. His body has taken a beating and his shoulder really hasn't looked right since he injured it in 2018. If I were an NFL GM evaluating Cam Newton, I'd have concerns about his ability to function at the position from a physical standpoint. That is, of course, until I saw him without his shirt on. You take one look at his perfect body, and you would believe 
He could do anything. Now, I also think Cam went to a system that was not right for him, both from a schematic and talent standpoint. Tom Brady left the only NFL home he'd ever known because he knew, he fucking knew he couldn't win another Super Bowl with that offensive lineup. Hell, the one New England staple, an elite defense, wasn't the same in 2020 due to opt-outs and a free agent exodus. I applaud Newton for wanting to play, and it took some balls to play for pennies on a prove-it deal in New England. That experiment was a lot like the plane engine that caught fire coming out of Denver this weekend. Initially, things looked good. Takeoff was successful, and the Patriots won two of their first three, nearly pulling off a miracle victory in Seattle where Cam threw for close to 400 yards. And that's when we all thought this was going to work. The Patriots will compete with Cam, and then boom! Engine blows the fuck up. Debris sprays all over the Denver suburbs like a lame sequel to Donnie Darko, and Cam finishes the season with a whimper, completing less than 10 passes in three of his final six games. Cam only had more than 20 completions in three of 15 games. So when he says, there's not 32 guys better than me, how? I think it's true, but there are probably 30 quarterbacks better than Cam right now. Now that doesn't mean Cam can't have a career revival in the right place. Anywhere that doesn't have Julian Edelman as your best receiving option is a better fit for Cam. The Pats had been running the same offense with Tom Brady for 20 years. Newton and Brady couldn't be any different stylistically on and off the field. Why I thought Josh McDaniels would be smart enough to scheme an offense for Cam Newton will remain a mystery. I must have been drunk. The problem for Cam is that he didn't show enough in 2020 for a good team to take another chance on him, and most of the bad teams will be drafting their next QB. As much as I would love to say Cam could go here and revive his career, I don't know where here is. The Vikings offensively would be a good match, a great run game, uh, predicated on play action with a couple elite receivers. But Cam's not better than Kirk Cousins right now. The Raiders are better off with Derek Carr. The Texans are so bad that Cam would look worse there. I don't think Kyle Shanahan sees Newton as an upgrade over Jimmy G. A team with the right scheme and personnel right now isn't in the market for Cam, which is unfortunate. I think the only way Newton gets another shot is to sign with a team as a backup. That's right, I said it and then pray to the football gods the starter gets hurt in a horrific manner, and then he comes in and plays like the cam we all watched for the first seven years of his career. Maybe sign with Indy in backup Carson Wentz, someone who clearly isn't threatened by his backups, or if the Broncos whiff on Watson and Gardner Minshew, my second choice, go to Denver to back up Drew Locke, where there's offensive talent to work with if Drew does not progress. The Titans would be Smart to have Cam as a backup to Ryan Tannehill, as that's an offense that makes sense for Cam. Imagine defending Cam Newton and Derrick Henry in the red zone. With Cam's ability in year 11, there's still a role for him in the NFL. I don't think it's a full-time starter this season, but as a guy you can have confidence in when your QB goes down or as a part of a terrifying goal line package. Wherever Cam goes, he should get snaps without being a starter. 
that opportunity might come again, just I don't think at the start of 2021. So basically, Superman needs to patiently wait as Clark Kent. But probably at a different job than a newspaper, because they're fucking dying. Thanks for watching That's Good Sports. Please subscribe here on YouTube. I'm on the YouTubes. Did you sub? Twitter, at Brandon Perna. Instagram, at BenchWarmerBrew. It's not quite time for the madness that is college b-ball in March, but that doesn't mean the fun has to wait. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is giving all new players the chance to cash $100. New customers can bet $1 on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week, and if your team makes it rain, you cash $100. That's right, all it takes is for one three-pointer being hit by your chosen team to turn $1 into $100. Sounds like a no-brainer. This slam dunk of an offer won't be around forever, so head to the App Store now, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and get in on all of the action. If basketball ain't for you, DraftKings Sportsbook has daily odds on hockey, soccer, and so much more. DraftKings has paid out over $7 billion to its customers since 2012, so they know a thing or two about big paydays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR to get your shot to turn $1 into $100 when you bet on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week. That's promo code DNVR for new customers to get a shot at 100 to 1 odds on any basketball team to hit a three-point shot. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. Winnings paid out in four $25 free bets. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.